0: The Frequency 49 show is brought to you by Niner Empire GB.
1: Welcome to the Frequency 49 show. I'm Kat Victorino and joining me today, James Little, Simon Holdsworth and new to the group, Jimmy Brewster. Hi guys. Hello. Welcome, welcome, Jimmy. We're excited to have you join us.
2: Yeah, let's let's, let's rush the judgment there.
1: (laughs) Well, guys, this is the beginning of our seventh season with this podcast. Can you believe that?
0: Lucky number seven.
1: Exactly. This is the Niners' year, right? ooh we should all do a meet up in vegas <laughs> yeah anyway let's talk some free agency Every NFL year, free agency starts at the beginning of the NFL's fiscal year. But the fun began during the two-day tampering period when unrestricted free agents and teams were allowed to enter into contract negotiations. For two days, social media exploded with news of sightings and possible signings, which actually the signings couldn't happen until the 17th, just so you know. And in the end, the 49ers are now sitting with just over $20 million in cap space, probably less now since there was a last-minute addition just a few hours ago. And we re-signed some fan favorites. We added some to the squad to help move the team to the next level. Maybe we can actually win a Super Bowl. Guys, who do you want to talk about first?
3: The big one, quite literally.
1: Trent Williams?
3: (laughs) Trent, that's the one.
1: Trent Williams re-signed with the Niners for six years, 138 million overall, a 30 million signing bonus, and 55.1 million guaranteed. Give me some stats, boys.
3: Worth every penny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not actually six years. <laughs> no, it's it, the the, the con- Well, the contracts are in terms of figures and stuff complicated. All that matters to me is the fact that he signed with the team. It's it's. It, well, it was incredibly important. I said before about the O-line for me being the the most important part of the team that we needed to address, and we look to have done exactly that. We'll move on to the other signings on the uh, O-line. But, I mean, I think it's pretty evident that we, we've got an absolute stud in Trent. We are quite fortunate to have replaced Joe with a a person who's, I wouldn't say better, but as good. He's you know, for me, top two in that position, if not the top player in that position uh, in the league. And uh, we just need him to protect the quarterback. And I think he does it well. He's an absolute beast, isn't he?
1: And I disagree. It is six years, six years, 30 million signing bonus, six years. It says right here, six years. He will be an unrestricted free agent in 2027.
2: twenty he'll be, he'll be. I would imagine he'll be on his way out probably a couple of years sooner than that.
1: Usually they are, aren't they?
2: yeah well is he at his age as well yeah if, I mean if he's if he's still performing at a high level and he's willing to like mm-hmm. restructure that slightly because i'm uh mm-hmm. I haven't got the figures in front of me, but i'm, a, I'm a, the cap hits and for those last couple of years are pretty immense, aren't they, if I remember rightly. I don't know if anybody saw the where he's speaking to the press, and obviously the one thing that stood out is you get that sense that he really wanted to be with us. I mean, because it would have been very yeah. easy for him to wait until the 17th and see what else was see what else was going on. Play the field. I mean, given 100%. the way that and was after so much yeah. promise, you could blamed him. But he obviously showed a desire to stay in the Bay Area, and I mean, more power to him. Or he would rather have him with us than with someone else
3: yeah apparently apparently it was kyle i read today it was kyle himself who picked up the phone while trent was out with his family for dinner trent stepped outside and all it was a case of a conversation occurred it was all she wrote trent phoned his agent before he re-entered the restaurant and both parties knew the deal was done so i think it was evident from both sides you know both sides that he we wanted him to stay and i think he wanted to stay so you know, it just—it was a case of the agents. And before we go on talking about all the other free agency signings, you know, the, well, the front office in general, I think, have done an amazing job. Is it? I can never say his name, but is it Prague? Prague Morav? That's thank you, Kat. He, what, 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 a genius with some of these deals. I mean, we're not—I haven't got the figures in front of me. We won't go into the intricacies of each contract because it is incredibly complicated.
1: And it has to be to clear cap space.
3: Exactly. That, um, in, we're lacking Mark Lyon for
1: that. I know, right?
3: <laughs> he loves it. No, you're right. He's half the time it's Mark when I read Mark's comments. It's him that explains things to me. That's when I, That's why I said about the city. to a six-year contract. Is it really? Because I didn't realise that. You know, like you just said, Jim. I think we'll see him. You know, but the main thing is he's re-signed. He's on the team for next season, and um, the big what the bigger one for me to move on to the next one is Juice. I was so happy about Juice signing because I think he is the Swiss penknife of our team. Um, I know you could say he hasn't been used. We want to see him used more. Let's say I think we can all agree on that because of how well he does when he is used, but. He does a lot for our team. I think he's very important in what Kyle runs. Um, and I think he's another one that Kyle would have personally made a point of getting done.
0: I think what we need to also address, and what's become increasingly obvious, is that the players wanted to be back. They've all bought into what Kyle mm-hmm. and John and and the front office have done. And, and, you know, when you hop back to, you know, Trent Balke and, and, and Harbour in the latter right, years, right. that really wasn't there. Players are all wanting to come back is a really good thing. And then they're really, you know, developing that real team ethos and they've all bought into what what the look is. You're, you're to absolutely achieve.
2: right. I mean the classic example of that is Jason Verrett coming back because yeah. the way that he was last season in a team that struggled. I mean he could have quite easily gone out and played the field, but he's come back on a relatively low contract. He's willing to bet on himself to have another shot at it with us, which I think speaks yeah. volumes about the spirit in that in that organisation at the minute.
1: Well and look at how many players did not follow Salah from our defense. That speaks volumes to the culture, I think.
3: Yeah, and a few gentlemen's agreements, I'm sure. It, it was a big fear, wasn't it, when we lost Salah to the Jets? Well, lost him. We didn't lose him. He, he deserves a shot, and I wish him well. I, I mean, I'm not going to say i have be rooting for the Jets. You know, I like, I like the guy. I really do, I think. How we managed to convince him to take our strength and conditioning guy. By.
1: Yeah, maybe he needed to take our strength and conditioning guy, because I think we need another strength and conditioning guy. <laughs> Yeah. Somebody
3: who knows the job would be a start. Exactly! <laughs> this coming season's going to be very different. I think putting the... Dimeco
0: Ryans into into his defensive coordinator mm-hmm. has a lot to do with that as well, because it maintains that can, can continuity, doesn't it? Consistency,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah definitely.
0: They've, they've all spoken really highly of him. All the players have come out and really endorsed him. So, you know, I think that will probably be a seamless, a seamless change. Of the, the, the good work that Salah did, I think Demeco Ryans just continues that hopefully
3: I think it's what Jimmy was saying it's the whole ethos around the organization when we lost people because they've done so well for us and they've gone on you know fairly so to other jobs and bigger jobs it's next man up so it's literally as the team the the staff and the team are in sync for me so we've lost staff members so it's quite literally next man up as it is with the team um and the fact that you know they've kept it all in house is is a really good thing because it just shows I think the house is in order
2: I was just going to say, uh, adding to what James was saying there, that I would suggest probably 75% of the teams in the NFL wouldn't have that confidence to bring so many guys up from lower positions into higher positions when we're losing staffers because they wouldn't have that level of confidence where you know that Kyle does because the way that he, the way that he runs, in, mainly his offense, but like the structure as a whole, it is literally next man up works with us whereas for most other teams in the league I don't think it would because it's because it's the way that it's run is so unique it obviously lends itself to promotions working that's why I've got full confidence in anybody who's with us next season like as a replacement for somebody who's moved on
1: well and especially with the guys that have come in who were previous Shanahan system players you know we've got um, who do we have with Alex Mack.
3: <laughs> I was chuffed. I would, we'll go on to him.
2: Probably but. happiest signing of the, of the yeah. agency. In terms, of, like obviously, a few of the guys that we brought back, like Trent, Juice, Jason Barrett. I mean, with the exception of those guys, Alex Mack is the one that really stands out to me as a, like a really good good move.
1: What about Tavon Wilson though? He was also in the Shanahan system and on another team.
2: He's not a, not like his offensive line. It's more the, the way we were last season. It felt like we were hideous. So
0: mm-hmm. I think, yeah. I think Tavon Wilson will see more reps on special teams and he'll he's good. He's obviously it he fits the system. So he'll again, he's a plug and play kind of guy. But you know, having re signed uh, Joukowsky Tart and uh, <laughs> and uh, oh god, come on, Simon. DJ, a,
3: no, DJ, E-Man.
0: No, no, starting safety, come on, Sai. Jimmy
1: Ward. Jimmy Ward. <laughs> Jimmy Ward. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my God, we suck as Niner fans. Jesus. <laughs>
0: I'm oh. lockdown. i blame blaming <laughs> it. yeah.
1: There, there you go, you go lockdown brain. Yeah,
0: sorry. So, so behind, obviously, he'll sit behind uh, Jimmy Ward and, and Jakowski Tat and obviously, there's there's there's, DJ, uh, there's there's a few others in there as well. So he'll get more reps on special teams. But like I say, he's another guy that we've picked up who could just yeah. plug and play.
3: Yeah, well, we, we've lost a few, haven't we? we I, I can't. I know. Unfortunately, he's gone to them, but I do not blame Kerry Hyder for taking the deal that's been offered to him. So he couldn't have offered him that deal. So fair play to him. Do you know what I mean? And he, he, he earned. He earned that. He earned that deal. He did earn that deal for us last year. So, but I, I'm happy with DJ Jones coming back. I, I think he's very underrated. I know it's only a one-year deal, but I think where whenever he stepped in and played for us, I've always I've always thought DJ's. A decent player I mean whether he's going to start when the, the full team are back you know he'll probably be a rotational guy but another just another positive you know uh, I think every every time I saw breaking news to do with that team, I was like fair play I was expecting to lose a lot more than we have because of the poor year that we had last year and the uncertainty yeah. of
2: COVID as well I mean great.
3: Right.
2: yeah what, the one thing that the last few weeks has made me realize I mean I'm in one NFL group bar, in, bar in ours, and the one thing that I've noticed is the amount of teams that are in a similar position to us. And I thought we were just hard done by But it seems like it's a, a lot of teams in the league are in exactly the same position. And now, like I say, a couple, like nearly a couple of weeks in, it doesn't feel like we're in half as bad a position financially as I thought we were. Yeah. I assume that we... Yeah, but before free agency started and before, obviously, we knew where the cap was going to be and whatnot, I thought we were going to be in like big trouble with the cap. Mm. Not like New Orleans' trouble. But yeah. trouble none other. And I mean, yeah. as Kat alluded to at the start of the show, I mean, not taking in K1's deal, which has obviously been agreed today, and we're still fifteen, fifteen million 15 million or so, I would suggest, in credit in the, on the cap. That's yeah. a yeah. brilliant position to be in.
1: Especially going into the draft.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It gives us, it gives us so, like, the amount of people that we've managed to get back in the door. I mean, obviously yeah. we're going to lose, we're going to lose, like Sherm and people like that, but we're obviously... We're not set, but we're in a good, we're in a better position than a lot of people probably expected us to be at this point. So it just gives us so many more options when it does come to the draft about what we do, whether we want to trade up, whether we want to uh, up, mm-hmm. lower, lower down in the
0: draft,
1: yeah, or trade down and get more picks.
0: <laughs> this is the first draft that I can remember where we've got. But there's no, I mean, there's obviously positions of need, but no position of real need. We, can be, re- we can be really flexible. And, yeah. you know, we've always yeah. questioned that oh, we don't really go for any special talent players. It's always, you know, fitting people in like O-linemen and D-linemen, which we always seem to right. draft in the first round. We can now go for a, a marquee special talent if we wanted to, because the, the, the yeah. roster is pretty strong
2: mm-hmm. coming out. Of- the only thing that is slightly, like, make, makes you, you know, slightly, Slightly hang back from saying, yeah, go on. Let's just bust through and go for it. Is obviously that a lot of a lot of like the free agency this year is gonna, is one year deals to get through to next year to see where we stand. Yeah. So obviously, yeah. A, a, exactly. when you align that with the fact that I've not looked to see who's going who's do a contract next year. I know we've got to pay Fred Warner at some point. Be next year, that things start to level themselves out with regards to length of contracts and whatnot. I think for the next year or two, it's going to there's going to be a lot of one year deals
0: to try and get through. Yeah.
2: And the, I cap go, see... the cap goes
0: up next year, though, doesn't it? Well, it depends. The thing...
2: Depends We're on just revenue too. To ask again in December. Exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's see if we actually have fans in the stands this year. Um, moving on. Who else do we want to talk about? I'd, I'd like uh, to talk
0: about Samson Abukam. Abukam? Ab- I was B- going to yeah. bring him up next too. Ebukam. Yep. Like, yes. We'll learn how to pronounce that. I'm sure.
1: I think it's Ebukam.
0: Um, that sounds like a Street Fighter 2 move, but um. <laughs> <laughs> i does, just <isn't>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could just see Chung Lee doing it now.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, just reading initial reports on this guy, and and the one thing that kind of really stood out for me from from players who've played with him and against him is he's got a relentless motor. Which for mm-hmm. us, for somebody who are on that side to play opposite um, Nick Bosa who obviously is the same in terms of his motor. It's not something that we've had. Dee Ford played in fits and starts, and, and obviously Kerry Heider last year played without Bosa, more or less. So for us to have that two-pronged attack, which would seemingly be a you know a three-down two-pronged attack, and also with us having Javon Kinlaw, who I don't know if anybody's seen his Instagram post, looks an absolute beast. Oh, um, I have, yeah. He's like yeah. he's, yeah. he's chiselled chiselled out of rock. It's ridiculous. Ed ah. um, told Mark but,
3: Begling, she's doing the same. Sorry. Yeah, we've with,
0: D- with DJ Jones coming back as well. All of a sudden that D line looks twenty twenty scary again, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I also this, fully expect this. to sign Ronald Blair back. You know, he's you know, we released him obviously yeah. with the with the injury that he had. We may mm-hmm. pick him up again. May pick him up again. I was a big fan of Ronald Blair. I thought he played really well when he uh, when he yeah. got given the chance. He was unlucky with injury.
3: It, well like you say it depends how his recovery comes from injury we could pick him up at a later day and like Jimmy was saying with with the freedom of the cap space I'm sure the deal that we'd be able to get him in it'd be a fairly team friendly contract uh, as far as a, a boot camp is concerned I was doing, having a little look today average is about four and a half sacks a season which is not bad considering he's primarily a linebacker so I think he I think he's going to be a part of the defense you know that just only it's He's going to help with the other guys shine a bit more, I think. Did anybody uh, see his uh, introduction to the press?
0: Oh
2: I no. know. One thing
3: that stood up, uh,
2: he's quite clearly got a bit of confidence because uh, one of the questions he was asked in that was about facing the San Francisco uh, offence. And he said, well, it was pretty easy to play them. They just use motion a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> he's, he's, obviously, he's obviously betting on himself to, to like,
3: be a success because I bet he that sacked Mullins, he sacked Mullins didn't he he sacked Mullins didn't he was it Mullins he sacked last year if I remember right though it was a quite a decent hit I think it was Nick Mullins when we played them near the end of the season and um, if I remember right though, I remember that play and I was oh, he's got some he's, he's quick he's got some speed on him anyway I think from what I've seen
0: you passed block last year I'd have fancied myself to hit Nick Mullins last year <laughs> 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 oh,
1: yeah,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> well, hopefully, with the addition of uh, Alex Mack, that won't be a problem this year.
0: McGlintich needs to get in the weights room. He shed far too much weight, and he was—I yeah. mean, he was still—he yeah. was still very mobile in run blocking. He was still great in run blocking. But that's, that's the thing: his his run
2: blocking is still right up there with the best. Just couldn't yeah. just couldn't block a flick when it came to the passing game. Mm-hmm. But no, nobody yeah. really.
0: Absolutely, yeah. but and and again, that's another. I you know James, you touched on it earlier about re-signing Juice. For me, it's no the, the biggest thing that was noticeable when Juice wasn't playing was how the run game was affected.
3: Mhm. Yeah, the blocking. Yeah,
0: yeah. Him and Kittle, because I think him and Kittle yeah. were missing at the same time, weren't they? And it was like, it was. Um, there's no holes appearing for the guys to get through. Where the hell are all these holes yeah. gone? And it was obviously mm-hmm. the edge, the edge blocks that that Juice mm-hmm. and um, and George Kittle obviously seal off the edge better than any. Any, any other guys in the nfl in my opinion so yeah, uh,
1: another
0: so. another key point to retaining him is that the success of the run game as well because he's, he's it, it, yeah. it's, you know he's 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 critical for that
3: just want to get the gang back together i just i just <laughs> missed them all so i missed them all so much last year all the different times
1: well and then we added a wide receiver didn't we trent Sherfield, one-year deal
0: I think uh, he's going to be another special teams guy. I didn't, he didn't yeah. really do much in Arizona, did he? But um, again, it's one of those low, uh, low cost, high upside mm-hmm. kind of guys, isn't it? I mean, if he comes in and he doesn't work out and he just plays special teams, we've not given up a lot for him. But again, yeah. it's in Shanahan's offense. Shanahan must have might have seen something. It might be a really good route runner, you know, and be able to take the quick slants or whatever it might be. And he might just may just come in and you know have some real production. Right. You just don't know.
2: That's the thing. We don't need, we don't need a, a Tyreek Hill or someone like that who's going to stretch the field because our offense doesn't, doesn't play to those strengths. Wait, so, I no. mean, there's no point going out and looking, looking to spend $10, 12000000 million a season on a receiver when the likelihood is they're going to end up with 60 catches for 900 yards. And we're not looking to stretch the field in that way unless no. we were to get a proper gunslinger. And let's face it, that's not on the cards. <laughs>
0: Not anymore. Not no, I mean,
3: season. not this coming season.
0: I mean, we've no. got the Yak brothers as well, haven't we? It's all designed around yards after catch, isn't it? It's, mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. So if
0: if it, 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 I bet he's a shifty athlete who can take the ball in traffic and you know turn up field quite quickly. So if he does that, get yeah, he's going to get production in this offense.
2: Just playing devil's advocate for a moment. What what do we think about uh, if Jalen Hurd might get something? done this season if he can get back in. If I am I, 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 I still love the guy. I, I think if we if he could come back in, even in not a not like a massive role, but like a, a bit part role, like just to make sure that he is what is said <laughs> on the tin because let's face it, we were all excited when we drafted him. <laughs> um, it was it was preseason, wasn't it, when he got drafted that uh, that touchdown against the Cowboys. I don't know if you guys remember it.
0: In red room he situation he's, he's gonna would be, be a, a beast. beast. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: that's what I mean. If he could, but if he was to come back and we had debo Brandon ayuk and and him for certain scenarios then i like i like that receiving core i
0: really do yeah. well well how long how long has it been since we've had a receiver who you could throw a fade to i mean you know we all remember the super bowl in 2012 was it 2012 against the ravens yeah. where yeah. we threw we threw we threw a, a, a post fade to um, michael crabtree and obviously we've not had a big tall Ranger receiver. As long as, as long as I can remember it. Really. I mean, Anquan Bolden wasn't tall, but he played tall. But yeah. other than that, I can't remember it. What's, what's Jalen Hurd, Six four, six five. Mm-hmm. I'm,
2: like I'm not that. sure he's as big, I'm not sure he's quite as big as that.
0: Oh, is he not? He must I think just he, play I big. Think,
2: then. I think he plays big, but he, I don't think he's actually that big. You know.
1: I mean, oh, really? I just don't,
2: you, you could be. You could be right, but I, I don't know why. Maybe it's because I've got this prototype of what.
0: Nine of the receivers are generally like <laughs> <right. laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's 196 centimeters, whatever that is. I'm just at six five, that's a mismatch for any 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 secondary guys and any cornerback pretty yeah. much and any safety. It's a huge mismatch. It's in, it's an incredible it's target that you have in the in the red zone.
3: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Line him up against a slot receiver. Slot uh, corner, they're normally smaller guys, aren't they? It, it it
0: might be a really catch the dead ducks that Jimmy throws up every now and again.
1: Well, yeah, because if he goes up for it, you know.
3: <laughs> no, no, come on, let's not talk about him too much. We're talking about free agency here.
1: We do have a quarterback to talk about, but I'm hesitant because you know I keep getting roasted over my love for Jimmy G.
3: <laughs> no, no, let's just, let's just let the season play out. Everyone within <laughs> the organization's confident in him, so I think we should all just trust their judgment.
1: I just want him to not get hurt. Don't get hurt. Okay, got that off my chest.
2: I think for you to take it, like, to gain some kind of positives about this season, then you have to you have to like put last season into it anyway. And let's face it, we've had worse seasons than last year.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've lived through worse.
3: <laughs> oh, yes, 100%.
1: <laughs> Can anyone say Chip Kelly?
3: Dante Johnson's back. Hey, shut down corner. <laughs> How does he keep doing it? Honestly, I think he's got pictures of Kyle or someone, (laughs) someone in the organization. (laughs) He must be a nice guy and everything. Fair play to him, but I saw we re-signed him. I thought, I'm sure it hasn't he been on the team since like 2010 or something. He keeps one year at a time. Somehow, just keeps coming back, doesn't he? Uh, Dante Johnson. There you go. We don't need Richard Sherman. We've got DJ. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, a bit of sarcasm in there. Sorry, a bit of British sarcasm. So We saw Zach Kerr, the Dean lineman, haven't we? We signed him.
1: And he's another he's another Shanahan
0: system boy. We signed Jordan Willis as well, who showed flashes, didn't he, towards the back end. Once he'd got proper yeah. fixed, he was coming off an injury in New York, wasn't he? But he yeah. showed flashes. He's a big body. He's a big dude. But he's another, you know, he's signed on for one year. And a lot of these are kind of low-risk, high-potential mm-hmm. high, high potential re-signing there, where we've kind of had a bit of a taster of what these guys can do and then I yeah. thought you know what have, let's get you back on for a year because and and you know you pay you know prove yourself again essentially you've shown us flashes we're well, now do it for a full season and
2: uh, like I say I, I, I don't like to keep harping back to it but as well in this climate you're probably yeah. better yeah. off with the devil you know the devil you don't
0: oh, oh, course. Course. very true of course of course <laughs> unsensible money as well Jim as you, as you as yeah it's, right.
2: but, it's so like it's not like anybody who we've resigned has like stunk up the joint. I mean, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. Hot back to DJ. But I mean,
3: but we, I
0: mean, we sent we we. It's also the think about the players that we didn't keep. We sent we managed to send a Keller Weatherspoon to Seattle as well, which
3: means that <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Yeah. It was ev- it was evident that nobody... Tr- we saw that was such a strange situation last season. I did feel a little bit sorry for him, but, but at the same time, you know, it, 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 you got to perform to keep your job. But I think it was evident to everyone that that was going to... Well, not quite that. I mean, that's an absolute added bonus, if you ask me. But, you know, the fact that he's not on our team. So, I mean, they're they're starting up... You know, it's like it's like the nine of retirement home over there. I don't want to jinx it just in case they.
0: Unfortunately for Keller Witherspoon, I think he was completely overshadowed. Like a, you know, the form of Jason Verrett who came off injury and just yeah, it was you know yeah. he he kind of completely showed him up, wasn't he? Because he was locked down. He was he far outweighed anybody's expectations. I think particularly one of the last games of was it 2019 or was it early 2020 where oh, he got burned yeah. a couple of times and it we were was, like, this guy's was. done.
2: San Diego in 2019, I think it was.
0: That's right. Yes, and, it was, and he got he got uh, burned, did uh, it? Two plays in a row.
2: It's easy to forget. Like he was pretty locked down when he was a Charger. Or he was a Charger, yeah. wasn't he? In 2015, yeah. when he yeah. went to the Pro Bowl. So um, he he first drafted, round. Was first
3: round? He was a first yeah. round draft, but he was he was top corner in that draft class. Really? Honestly,
2: I, yeah. as soon as I heard we got him, I was like, oh my god, you're you're joking? You're bringing him in? Oh, yeah. Obviously, he's had a terrible luck with injuries. but last season you saw. What yeah. exactly what they were hoping for when he came in. Yeah, it took it a little fantastic. while to get
0: there. And it's and it's refreshing to see that he's repaired that faith as well as you mentioned yeah. earlier. You know, he's kind of, you know, the 49 has took a gamble on him, really. Yeah. He's gambling on uh, himself again,
2: and, and now he's you know, kind of, yeah,
0: you know yeah, fair mm-hmm. And what's
2: he signed for he signed for a one year, five and a half mil, something like that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. We,
1: yeah. So again,
2: he's betting on himself.
1: So thus far in free agency, because we're gonna have to start wrapping it up. Thus far in free agency, how are you guys feeling about our chances this season?
3: Oh, that's an early one, isn't it? Uh-huh. What? Because I what? like to stir the pot. I know. I'm not saying – yeah, I'm not I'm not, no, not. naming a number of games we'll win, but
2: – A lot better than two weeks ago.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. 100% yeah, that, there you go. I'm with Jimmy. That's it. We'll leave it at that. A hell of a lot better than two weeks ago. <laughs> The, way, the best way to look at it, to
2: put a positive spin, is I mean we've we've brought some key people back. We obviously knew we were going to lose a few like Sherman, and whatnot. But given given that we had, I think it was first about thirty five restricted and unrestricted free agents coming mm-hmm. coming into into free agency, I think they've done a brilliant job so far. And I mean, like I say, it sets us up for all kinds of good things moving forward. And to still have money in money in the kitty and to to have brought some key pieces back in. And like I say, with the likes of Alex Mack, we've added to, to key positions that we
3: needed. Beautiful. With Alex, with Alex Mack, the big thing for me, just to scoot over him, is obviously we, we haven't had much luck with our centres, being able to stay healthy. Well, Alex Mack has played 16 games a season for 85% of his career. We played 14 last year. And I think he had a bad year in 2014 where he played five games. But other than that, he's played every single minute of football in the regular season throughout his career.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm sitting over here touching wood. I'm finding every piece of wood in my room.
3: <laughs> and he's – he he performed – he's 35 as well. Um, And he's been – he's been – from what I have seen for him playing at other teams and what other people have said about him, he's been a top centre in the league since he was drafted in Cleveland. So, again, I think that could be a Jason Verrett situation, obviously, without the injuries. You know, the fact that we've managed to persuade a player of that calibre to come and play, even if we get next year out of him, who knows how long we'll get out of him.
2: You know that Shanahan has trust in Alex Mack because he's worked with him before. He obviously knows the guy. He obviously likes the guy. And it's very yeah. rare that you'll give a 35-year-old free agent a three-year deal, and
0: he's, and yeah. he's happy. And they're happy to give him that. So I, yeah. I think that's an absolute W. But He wanted to play at the 49ers. He wanted to be here. And yeah, mm-hmm. I think that just elevates people. If, they, if they're if they happy and they're at the place they want to play at, you get an extra 5% out of
1: them, I'm convinced yeah. of it. Well, and if you, if you think about it, think of the past. We've had these great culture in that locker room before where players will willingly restructure their contract to keep players that we were at risk of losing. And I feel like we're there again, and I love that feeling. Jimmy, did you have fun joining us today?
2: I absolutely did, yeah. yeah awesome. I lovely, can't wait love, for you to come wait, back.
0: What's not so much like about talking, talking about the Niners?
1: <laughs>
0: it's only five years too late, Jimmy. <laughs> it's two oh, years, no. five years later than it should have been.
1: <laughs> We'll month, yeah. you,
0: guys, you guys have been out with me like when we're
2: out, and if I'm face to face with people, like, I, I will never shut up. Chats and live chats and all of that palaver. I'm not normally great with, but now so this has you, been a pleasure. You, you've got great again, knowledge too. of
0: the game, though, Jimmy, as well. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's 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 too good to not be on the show, pal. Yeah, yeah. I've
2: booked in for a few spots this season, so uh,
1: you're in <laughs> the
0: Good man. Good man.
1: And you heard that, guys. Jimmy signed up for a few spots. So go to the Facebook group, Niner Empire Great Britain. Check the announcements. There's a link to our Google Drive, and there's a whole calendar all set up for you. Plug in what dates you can appear on the show. All the information's there in terms of timing. We'll make it work. This is fun. We have a great time. So sign up for the podcast.
3: We want loads of people to come on. Well, we always say it, but honestly, we do truly mean it.
2: Yeah, if anybody wants to have a chat with me, check out the dates that I'm here. Alternatively, you can hit me on my Tinder. I'm always
1: there. (laughs) (laughs) I also want to remind everybody we do still have the link to the Redbubble store. There's not a lot up in it right now, but our uh, Redbubble store will get new merchandise, probably more towards the start of the season. But I want everyone to keep that in mind that we also are selling merchandise for ourselves. Got to pay for this podcast somehow, guys got to pay the hosting rate
0: and it's good it's good stuff as well um, i was yeah not pleasantly surprised but when i ordered a, a coffee cup and it was mega
1: i love my travel mugs i have two of them one with the show logo and one with the group logo and i take them to work all the time i love them so. yeah they're awesome <laughs> all right guys well i think we've we've beat that horse to death uh i guess we'll talk again before the draft how's that sound yeah, yeah. I parts of it <laughs> Thanks to Audionautics.com for the music. Thanks to Andy Mitchell, Daryl Nils-Hanman, Deepak Gohill, Graham Ross, James Little, Jason Argo, Mark Lyon, Nathaniel James, Neil Jepsen, Paul McDonald, Rob Newell, Ross Irwin, Simon Holdsworth, and Stephen Box for all the work they do on the show and in the group. My apologies if I missed anyone and if you'd like to be involved in the show just let us know we're always looking for members to help out contribute or appear on the show you can follow us on twitter and instagram at niner empire gb and on facebook search for the group niner empire gb be sure you check out the frequency 49 blog on podbean or your favorite podcast site you can also email us at frequency49show at gmail.com well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for listening. On behalf of Jimmy Brewster, Simon Holdsworth, and James Little, I'm Kat Victorino. Enjoy your offseason, and we'll talk to you soon. Go Niners. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.